Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. It's Wednesday morning, which means it's hump day. And I got a returning guest coming back to us, uh, an Astros fan, a dude that is just a super cool guy and just loves his team. So, Dave, how are you doing? Welcome back into the clubhouse, my friend. Thank you, Bill, man. I appreciate the invite. I'm doing fine on this lovely Wednesday morning in Houston, Texas, home of the two-time World Series champion Houston Astros. Beautiful. I love I love it. You say it with confidence. You say it with confidence. Well-earned and well-deserved. That's right. Well-earned and well-deserved. All right. So first question I got for you, we're going to go through, you know, we're just over a quarter of the way through the season. So this is going to be kind of our, our quarter checkpoint. So first and foremost, you guys are only two out. What are your thoughts? We should have probably took the lead, but the Rockies suck really bad. So um, Texas can't stop losing. I mean, stop winning. So, uh, you know, just over two months in, like you said, almost a quarter of a way there. Two games out ain't necessarily where I would have liked to have been or where I would have prognosticated we were. But considering, I'll take it. Bug is something that every team has to face, unfortunately. Um, we got bit. We got bit early on, you know, the, the World Baseball Classic took our boy Tuve out, you know. Maybe that's why the Rockies are sucking so bad as it's payback, you know. It's just baseball karma. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I you, you know, some of the guys are coming back. We got we making some moves. Some of the young guys are playing well, and it looks like we're we're playing. Uh, we're the hottest team in baseball right now. We're seven straight off of uh, sweeping two two three game homestands. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I like that, and you guys are, and it's and it's interesting to see how how things play itself out, um, and and putting it together is going to be key for you guys because. Texas is playing out of their, their shoes right now. I wouldn't have expected this this year. Um, and the Angels are doing what the Angels do. And let's let's be honest. It took took the A's 30 or 46 games to get to 10 wins. So we're not too yeah. worried about that. I, I'm, it's almost to the point, and I never thought I'd say this as Astros fan, where you're starting to feel bad for the A's and the A's fans. Um, it's inevitable. But this or Las Vegas, something's before long. Um, but you know what? we The Astros, we, we started off playing some really good teams, a lot of teams that are playing, you know, above 500 ball. And, you know, we, we got taken to the woodshed. But now we got, a, you know, a dip in the schedule coming where we're playing some teams that we should be able to beat up on as the Cubs and the A's just found out. So um, it's a long season, man. So It is. So speaking of that, let's talk uh, upcoming. Uh, obviously, we you know we've had a couple of games with Milwaukee already. Um, now we've got uh, three coming with the A's, three coming with the Twins. So that's you know you you shouldn't have a problem there in Oakland. And then you start into June. You got the Angels for three at or four at home. Then you go to Toronto for four, Cleveland for four, and then you go back to Washington and. In Cincinnati, so you've got about a thirty-game stretch there. That you know, you've got several teams: Cincinnati, um, Washington, Oakland, that are really trying to rebuild. So, what are your thoughts about about this stretch? 
Well, you cut off June a little bit early. You forgot the Mets and your beloved Dodgers, too. So those are two more teams that we're hoping we can beat up on there. Um, yeah. Wow. It, 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 right. it's, it's time that, you know, like I said, people are – Tubi's back. Um, you know, it looks like he didn't skip a beat. Uh, so it's time to to see where we are. You know what I'm saying? I, I predicted Seattle to be playing a little bit better ball than they are. I didn't see Texas doing this. I know they went out and spent a bunch of money, but it's Texas. Texas, the Rangers are going to Ranger eventually. Um, I'm not worried about that. Do I think the Strohs are going to win 100 games? Probably not. But I still think we're going to th- – the, the, the road uh, – starting off with Milwaukee, you know, like you said, as long as we're winning series, you know, I'll take it. I'll take two out of three. You know, I'll even take two two splits on the four game. But Oakland, we got to beat. Uh, we're coming back home to play Minnesota. So to be able to give Carlos Correa a cold shoulder, um, you know, and, and a bad taste in his mouth when he leaves. But those four with the Angels, I think those are going to be key. Those are big games where we can move up, um, take advantage. Of, and the Canadian Astros, man, you know, there's always such ties with the Astros. Springer's still there. Um, Yuri's, uh, Guriel's little brother played there for a minute. The uh, Bizio baby Bizio is still there. They're a tough team. Um, the guardians, I, I don't see, you know, putting up that big of a fight. Same with the Nats and the Reds, but, um, I don't know. I, I like where June is at. I can see us, you know, getting some distance and, and maybe even coming out with a, a nice lead in the West by the time we. Get- yeah, it's, it's get a done. good, uh, it's a good stretch for you guys there and and i i've never heard it called the canadian astros i love that that is yeah that's pure gold but you said something that i think is key for every sports fan to understand at this point in the season even though we still have a long way to go at this point in the season it's all about winning series it's not about going i mean seven and ten game winning streaks are awesome but it's about winning series it's not about anything else Take two out of three. Take two out of three. You're good to go there, right? And beat the team that you're supposed to that you're supposed to beat. The cellar dwellers, you know what I'm saying? The guys that are, are, are fourth place um, in their divisions, you, you got to take those, you know what I mean? You got to take advantage when they got poor pitching staffs or overworked pitching staffs or injured pitching staffs. You know, um, our batters, our bats are coming around. Um, we'll get to that here later. But I I can't I can't keep saying I like where we are considering what we've been through. Um, things start break. You kind of want to have your medal. You want to have your identity. You want to know um, wh- what you're looking at because before the, the the trade deadline, if you've got some gaps you need to fill in, and there are some teams, Royals, you know, people that are looking to sell, you know, that's that's when you take advantage and that's when you make your stretch run. So I think this part is, you know, you get past the the opening season hiccups and the the hangover from the World Baseball Classic, and uh, you know you're, you're a quarter of the way in now. Yep. Now it's time. So, <clears throat> speaking of offense, Jeremy obviously is having a season. I like that kid. That that kid's going to be a a stro for a while. Um, Kyle Tucker, man, that guy can play the game. Um, and so can Alex, as much as I, you know, don't want to admit to that. <laughs> um, but 
Talk to me about those guys and talk to me about other offensive threats. Well, let's start off with his highness, King Tuck. Man, what can I say? I called it in the offseason when he didn't – when our arbitration – it's a contract year, and he is – he may not be an Astro for much longer, guys, because I don't know if Crane's going to back up the truck, but somebody's going to give this man a lot of money. He's – um. If he, he he's all season he's been with the league leaders in home runs, thirty three ribbies. Um, I, I you know what I love Tucker he's he's old school. There's no batting gloves. He rubs that red clay on there and and he gets in there and he grinds that bat down and and he's just a hitting machine, man. He can go for power, you know. Um, he can hit for average, and you know pitchers have seen if you let something hang across there, he's gonna park it. Um, yeah. So, like I said, Kyle's playing for – he's playing for a big-time deal. Um, I wouldn't I, – I don't want him to go, but, you know, I, I understand what the game is, and um, somebody's going to pay him. So, But if we win with another one this year, it makes it, makes it much easier to let him go, you know. Yeah. Uh, Bregman, I'm a huge Bregman fan. Um, watched a lot of Bregman play baseball when he was killing it at shortstop down at LSU. Um Amazed at, at, at the transition he's been able to make to third base. He is a phenomenal infielder. Um, and, and again, he's um, he's a guy that that you better respect, or he's going to give you that old "you should have walked me" thing while he's standing on second because he just smoked <laughs> one by you, you know. And then we got the kid. I mean, we can't keep calling him the kid. He was a. Uh, uh, ALCS MVP and the World Series MVP. Um, but I mean, he has definitely earned his keep and the place in the hearts of the the Astros fans. I mean, around here, it's like Korea, who? Um, no. and you don't get you replace an all star gold glove infielder with an all star gold glove infielder that don't happen too often. Um, again, he's having a year, a, a year you know, uh, uh, start off for this, for the ages, you know, he's six homers, 20, 22, 23 ribbies. Um, and, and they're getting on man. And, and they're yeah. getting on for the big guy. Cause you know who, you know, as a Dodger fan, you know, I got to thank you for, for your Don again. Um, <laughs> but the big man is coming up to bat. And if you got ducks on the pond, you can get behind real easy as he showed yeah. it a couple of times this year already. But then in the walk-offs, you know, we love some walk-offs. So, yeah, um, we got rid of him for fungal bats and batting practice balls, basically. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, yeah. some um, of the but, some of the worst moves ever. I I I I applaud it. Whoever whoever yeah. the front office guy. Um, but other than that, you know, we got a couple of the kids playing well. Jake Myers, um, you know, getting a lot of time in the outfield. There, he's uh, you know, he got injured two years ago so he didn't really get to 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 i don't think he was fully rehabilitated or whatever you know you you play in your little gimpy you're slowed down but this year he's back up I mean, he's got like a 753 ops like the kids getting on and then the rookie the h-town uh prodigy Corey jokes there i love the way this kid plays ball he's scrappy he's got five stolen bases on the season um and like I said, if, if we're getting guys on and we're getting them up, man, we're getting them in. So I, I like the hustle. I like where the kids are going. And, and it's it's still a good day to be an Astros fan in Houston, Texas. Man. 
Still is. And enjoy that run, man. You guys are doing doing well. Talk to me about the bump. Um, who do you recognize on the bump? I mean, obviously you got Christian Vasquez over there. You, you know, uh, you got Framer over there, but tell me who you recognize on the bump. Well, Framber is, is showing that he is the clear ace of the club. Um, complete game shutout today. Uh, he was phenomenal. Uh, he had his stuff working. Uh, Javier is a silent assassin. This kid is a superstar in the making. He's four and one on the year. Um, 59 strikeouts. I mean, the kid, and he's so, his demeanor is so, you know, he, he you'll never know it by the guy, but he, he is a straight assassin in cleats. Um, the kid that I want to talk about is, uh, Hunter, Hunter Brown. He is coming on, um, you know, the, the proof is starting to show that it was in the pudding. Strikeouts, and I, like I said, we get lucky. We, we lose JV, and we replace it with the kid who idolized JV and mimicked him, and it almost looks like 35 coming off the mound, and, and he's getting the same results. Um, and what I like is the bats are coming around now to where we can give these young guys some run support. You know, it's a lot easier when you get when you're you're coming into the second inning and you got a 2-0 lead already, you know. A lot less stress um, innings. Yeah. Uh we lost Luis. Um, you know, we lose uh Urquidy. Uh JP French just came in and, and, and took some innings. He got rocked the other day, but he managed to work out of it a little bit. Uh, an ideal situation because a couple months ago we weren't quite sure how Lance fit in here. Was he going to the bullpen? You know, was he was he contesting for one of the starting gigs? Um, but now you know it shows that he's going to have to be that guy. He's going to have to be our number four or number five guy. So um, it, it'd be interesting to see. I'm going to get out when he has a couple of rehab stints in Sugarland. I'm going to get out there so I can see him and see okay. what he's looking like. But you know, I. I We've had our hiccups on the bump, but uh, the pitching staff is coming around, and, and like I said, it's a lot easier pitching when you when the guys are scoring runs. You got to lead. So I, I drafted uh, I drafted Jose and my fantasy team, and then he went out, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> he was starting good too. I was expecting an awesome year from Arcadi too, man. Um, but I was like, man, come on. Well, um, Kate Upton was pitching on Sunday Night Baseball against. Uh, against the guardians and so and you know he looks good he looks really really good i just don't know how much more he's got in the tank you know first ballot hall of famer no doubt yeah but you guys replaced him with what's interesting about what the astros are doing is you guys are doing a lot of what teams that so that uh yankees don't do this very well the dodgers do this very well um where you guys realize that you're you're you have to be solid on the mound because you've got enough guys that can score runs for you. You know, you don't win 110 games in a season without being solid on the mound. And you guys are saw every time I'm looking at the and I'm just waiting, you know, no disrespect to Rangers fans. I'm just waiting for the Rangers fans to just kind of fall. I mean, the Rangers just fall off because you guys have too much going on the bump. So yeah, like I said, the Rangers, the, the, the FTR, um, the Rangers are going to Ranger. It, it yeah. just, it's, it's inevitable. You know what I'm saying? It's like Eddie the Mush bet the Rangers to win, and so they're going to start off great, and then 
you know, they're going to mush it. So, yeah. So, all right. So final question here. We're, we're, I don't know, 40 games, 45 games into the season now. Um, you know, you got a couple games behind uh, first place, but, but you're looking good. Tell me about your outlook for a, a push for uh, the playoffs in October. Um, You know, uh, there's a couple of teams out there that I, I don't want to get mixed up with, but uh, I think as long as we can stay away from any more huge injuries, um, the road through the AL is coming through H-Town. It's just deep on the mound. Um, so, I mean, if unless Altuve's leg freaking falls off, I, you know, and I, I don't want to sound like the super homer. Look, l- listen, yeah. guys, I understand. I, I know I come across as well, Astros fan, but if you're looking at numbers, strictly numbers, you know, it, we had our, we've had our toughest part of the season already, pretty much. That first month was brutal. It was 30 days, 30 games in like 31 days, I think. I mean, we were – it was nine days between um, – we got a little wore out. The, the bullpen got a little beat up, but our guys have been able to go a little deeper. Um, little run support goes a long way, like I said, and the bullpen looks like they're getting it tied back down. Presley still lights out. If he's coming in with the lead in the ninth, he's throwing gas. Um, he's aggressive. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know many teams out there that, that I'm scared of, to be honest, especially with the way things are going right now. You know, the Dodgers are always tough on paper. Um, Atlanta. I think good job. We took their GM, put it like that. So, uh, so I, I, I will tell you this during the prediction podcast, I predicted the angels to win the West because Altuve was already out. Right. You guys managed to stay in it and stay close in it and beat up on the teams that you needed to beat up on early enough that now, if I were predicting it again, you know, at the end of, of May here, I would say by far it's the Astros division to lose. Like you, oh, yeah. I mean, the road goes through you guys, and and then it just depends on on what happens in the playoffs. Lots of things happen, right? Guys get injured. You have, you know, when you have 162 games, if you have back to back bad starts by your pitchers, it's not a big deal. When you have a best of seven or best of five, it's a huge deal. <laughs> or best of I'll three, say this too, huge deal. And, and our ace Fromber, he he is a bit. He, he tends to get startled, scattered. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's been moments. I mean, there's where Correa came in and kind of corralled him. And, you know, so uh, if he starts to get rocked around, he starts trying to overpitch, that could definitely be a problem. But like you said, at the beginning of the season, I had my worries with Tuvi out and then losing Urquidy and Garcia. But if you'd have told me that with that stretch we'd have came out two games over five hundred before Altuve played his first game, I'd have told you he was a liar. I'd have bet the under. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you there. I, you, you guys are, you guys are doing what clubs like the Braves used to do, and that is you figure out ways to win games in tough situations. Remember those night that ninety stretch with the Braves? Yeah. They figured out how to win games all the time. Right. And so for them, it didn't really matter. It was, you know, hey, we're just going to figure out how to win games. You guys are doing that now. You guys are in a stretch where 
I mean, let's let's face it. In what five years, you guys have been to what three World Series and won two of them, right? I mean that that's a pretty good stretch, right? Um, you know, this year, unfortunately, um, you guys are gonna probably play the Dodgers in the World Series, and you won't be World Series champion. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> We can only hope to have the top fan rivalry podcast before game one. Okay. So Oh my gosh. How about we do it in Houston, right? I'm I'm down, bro. You know, I'm here. We'll we'll sit there. We'll watch the whole game and do commentary, man. Absolutely. Well, Dave, I appreciate you jumping on and giving me kind of your your quarter report. We'll probably hit you up uh for midseason report and then you know towards the end as we're getting up into the October time frame. Um like I, I tell everybody, I think it's kind of funny. I've got some angel Question real friends. quick, if I may. If yeah, yeah. Go. Um, it's just real quick. Um, the people of Houston, we we it's 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 been news here lately. And it's kind of pressing. Has anybody seen Jose Abreu? We we paid this guy a lot of money. Um, I don't know where he is yet. Um, there's a guy standing on first base that's got that number. <laughs> but I don't know if if anybody knows where he is, please call Minute Maid Park. We will come get him. <laughs> My only real disappointment for the season right now, other that's not injury related, is that I was singing the praises and I was drinking the Abreu Kool Aid, and oh, what a sour punch that is <laughs> starting to be. Um, I got Kool Aid, but no sugar. You know what I'm saying? So, so I got colored water. I got a guy you should call. He's a huge White Sox fan. And when that deal was made for Brady to go away, he's like, yeah, I would have kept Gurriel. Because, you know, he's watched Brady his whole career. <laughs> and you and I both have a common friend that absolutely loved Yuri, or Yuli Gurriel, and she wanted him to stay too. So what can you say? Right. No, nope. Jack, Jackie, we, they should have listened to you, Jackie. They should have listened to you. They should have listened to you, Jackie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Yuli's killing it in Miami. They didn't even want him to play. And he's like, no, I'm going to play. And not only am I going to play, I'm going to produce. I'm going to yeah. Yuli. Yeah. I mean, he's what, 38, 39 years old and he's, he's killing it. So forget the fact that he's a Cuban all-star. Like he was a baseball God in Cuba. You know what I'm saying? This guy had a career that is Hall of Fame worthy before he stepped foot into the majors. Ugh. We miss you, Yuli. So, um, so, and here's my argument too, right? He's got the best hair in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, I mean the Pena man, Pena Power. You know, there's a couple of games that that I think we lost because we we didn't have Pena Power. We had a bring. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, top fan rivalry followers, this is Dave. You guys have heard from him before. He's fantastic. We can do this all morning, but he is fantastic. Um, I'm glad he came on. I'm glad that he talked to us about this. So, Dave, we'll get you on real soon and stick around for a few minutes, and we appreciate your time. Hey, man, anytime. I can talk Astros all day, all night. Yes, and I appreciate I appreciate uh, your loyalty to the team, but I also appreciate the fact that you break it down. And uh, – Again, Jose Altuve, somebody called the uh, Minute Maid Park. We'll, we'll get him back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So. All right. Have a good one. Dude. Take it easy, brother.